Welcome back to our third episode of season three of Calling an Audible, along with my co-host Travis Canorier. I'm Greg Johnson, and today we have quite a lineup, don't we, Trav? Yes, we do, Greg. So what we're going to do is we're going to jump right into the Snoop Dogg concert at the University of Kansas. Did you hear about this? Greg, you need to explain this to me. What is going on with this situation? So Snoop Dogg got really rowdy in Kansas. He's giving a show in front of, I think some faculty were there, and there's a whole bunch of students. Like the Jayhawks? University yeah, the Jayhawks. Okay. He was literally on campus. <laughs> it... <laughs> but all the college he picks, Kansas. Hey, middle of America, man. Right, but right. they say they wanted him, and, well, I'll, I'll get into they got it. Him. Featured in this concert was unfiltered lyrics, pole dancers, and fake $100 bills shot into the crowd with money guns. Quote from Snoop Dogg is, when you pay for Snoop Dogg, you're going to get Snoop Dogg. And from the administration, there's a message stating, we made it clear to the entertainers, managers, that we expected a clean version of the show and took additional steps to communicate to our fans, including moving the artist to the final act of the evening to ensure that no basketball activities would be missed if anyone did not want to stay for this show. However, I take full responsibility for not thoroughly vetting all the details of the performance and offer my personal apology to those who were offended. We strive to create a family atmosphere at Kansas and fell short of that this evening. My only question is, you sign up for a Snoop Dogg concert and you expect it to be family-friendly? Yeah, I don't know what you're expecting when you bring Snoop Dogg to campus. It's kind of a, like it kind of his thing, you know? Snoop so Dogg gonna Snoop Dogg. That, exactly. He literally said that. I don't that. know why people are surprised by this. It kind of blows my mind. Honestly, yeah, this dude should be apologizing, but at the same time, he should have known better. Like... Dude, get with the program, yeah, man. It's it's Snoop Dogg, people. But anyways, that I just assume that people kind of knew that's what Snoop Dogg would do, but I digress my opinion because, you know. Did he play during the Kansas-Oklahoma game? Is that what he, what he uh, played? Yeah, I think he's like a performer. Of, really? Like it was before the game. Oh, well, He's like some sort oh, of special okay, event. Okay. They had they even advertised for this. They had Bill Self in a <laughs> Snoop Dogg chain yeah, and sweatshirt yeah, yeah. just – he, they had, I forgot where they took his picture, but it's basically a promotional advertising of Snoop Dogg being on campus. So they pulled out all the stops for this guy. Say, I wonder what they did to get Bill Self to promote Snoop Dogg. Probably just told him to take a picture with gold chains around your neck and act like Snoop Dogg. God. I mean, I don't know. But you know what, Trav? I can't understand yeah, America anymore. Me either. But anyways, we're going to move on to something you like more than Snoop Dogg, and that is? College football. Let's get it. What's this weekend, Greg? Ooh, uh, the Gophers are playing uh, Nebraska. What do you who you got in that game, Greg? Gophers. Nebraska's Gophers? trash. Yeah, they are they trash. They got blown out by Ohio State, dude. Forty eight to seven. And they end up beating Northwestern thirteen to ten. Northwestern's not a bad team. They're not a bad team, but they're nothing special. Northwestern is a lot better last year than this year. Anyone can argue that. Yeah. I mean they have Hunter Johnson, the five star transfer from Clemson. <laughs> Northwestern's always decent, but you can't really look at the past game. No, not because Northwestern and Nebraska have always played each other close in past years. It's always tough to tell, but I think the Gophers get away with this one. Yeah, because looking at the quarterback breakdown, Martinez for Nebraska, 88 for 146 with like 1,200 passing yards, seven touchdowns, five picks. Tanner Morgan, 78 for 111 with 1,200 yards also. really hot. But here's the other part, 13 touchdowns to only three picks. Yeah, he's been really hot this year. It's really been the key factor behind the Gopher offense. I think he's been able to move the chains, keep the Gopher defense off the field, and be able to win ball games, so I think they moved to what is it be six and all this week if they beat Nebraska. If they beat Nebraska, and that means they're probably going to get ranked. Do you see? 
You see, they were the first team ever ranked 26. Yeah, because they're 25 <laughs> in the coaches poll, but not ranked on the 8P yeah. Pro. So they're just like, ah, screw it, we're 26. First team ever to be ranked 26. I, I think that's funny because... Well, we all know once Minnesota gets ranked, they lose the next week immediately, and they yeah. drop out of rankings because Minnesota They're football. Disappointing. But just hey, just like any other Minnesota sport. We'll get to that later. Yeah, but yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. What else you got, Trev? No, we're talking about America's team, the Wisconsin Football Badgers. Not America's team. Yep. But. Take on Michigan State. Wait, who has the Paul Bunyan axe again? Not we'll the Wisconsin Football later. Badgers. Oh, 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 am I not allowed <laughs> we'll to go there? We'll talk about that later. Oh, okay. Anyway, breakdown of this game. Um, Tough matchup for the Badgers this week. Good run defense for Michigan State. Always a solid defensive team. Held Ohio. What, what was the score last week between Ohio State and Michigan State, Greg? You know, you remember? give me like two seconds. I'll find it. Lost 34 to 10 Ohio State. That's not bad. Michigan State, I've heard, has a good defense. They, have, they do have a good defense. I mean, I think they're ranked six in the nation defensively, so it's tough. I mean, it's that's gonna be not tough a joke. For the Badgers. I think they're only giving up like 131 rushing yards per game. I think the Badgers, Badgers are averaging 240. So I think it's going to be a good matchup between strength on strength. I mean, Wisconsin is ranked eight, and Ohio State's, what, three? Something? No. Should be one. They've been Should the most be. impressive team this year. You know, Five. you say that every year about the Packers, about the Badgers, you know. Ohio, what, Ohio State doesn't have a flaw. Ohio State does not have a flaw. Okay, anywhere. Ohio State, yeah. Oh, you said Ohio State. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the Badgers. Oh, heck no. Heck no. I was Ohio about State to say. by far and away is the best team in the country right now. You think so? Even better than Bama? Yeah, Bama's had flaws. Like what? Can't pass the football. You're telling me Tua can't pass? And their defense has been uh, They really... have the three best receivers in the their, league and yeah, Tua can't pass defense, it to them? Hold on. Their defense has also been really bad this year too. Okay. They're not the same Alabama team as they were last so year. you're telling me... The difference between Alabama and Ohio State right now is Ohio State plays a complete game where Bama doesn't. Yeah. Alabama gave up 31 points in Mississippi. Well, Mississippi's not anything to laugh at. Mississippi also is a bottom-tier SEC team. All right. And, and gave up 23 points to a first start of a backup quarterback to South Carolina. All right, you got me there. So you're just and saying then, Alabama took a day off. Two days off. Two days off. Gave up 31 points to Ole Miss. So why are they still ranked one then? Because it's Alabama. Because Nick Saban effect. Nick Saban effect. Also, you got to look at the fact um, Clemson almost lost to UNC. Yeah, Clemson is really on that championship hangover right and now. And, like, I can't, like, you could look at Alabama, I say their defense, and Clemson, you look at, their, again, their defense. So it's not really, and Trevor Lawrence is really having a good year. If you look at Ohio State, they're yeah, really. Clem- or Trevor Lawrence is definitely not Yeah, so if you really year. look at Ohio State, they're really. They're playing well in defense, playing well in offense. Like they're they're the only team in the nation that's ranked in both top five of total offense and total defense. So I mean, there's really they're the number one team in the nation. Makes you me. wonder why they, Georgia didn't pick Josh Fields or Justin Fields, Josh Fields, Justin, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. My apologies, Justin Fields over because Jacob Fromm. Jake Fromm's really good too. They're both guys. So they just dudes. had really good quarterbacks. That's what happens when you can recruit well. Yep. Both five star yeah. quarterbacks. I think they were both the best quarterbacks coming out of the out of high school that year. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, eight, eight touchdowns, five picks, and he's only thrown for 1,100 yards. Hey, hey, Tanner Morgan's better than Trevor Lawrence. We're going to just throw that out there. <laughs> you've, you've heard it here first. Yeah, hot take. <laughs> that is our hot take. Speaking of the Heisman Trophy and some of the better players in the country, you got two on display this weekend, Greg, in the Red River rivalry. Ooh. Jalen Hearns and Sam Ellinger. Really? Yeah. I forgot 
because I saw like on the ESPN homepage that games like this get personal for people like Baker Mayfield, who's from Texas but played at Oklahoma. Get over that freaking Baker Mayfield hype. Dude's trash. We'll talk about that later. I'll I'll let you know. When you look at the Red River rivalry this weekend, though, it's really it can really make or break the Heisman Trophy race this year if you really think about it. Because if you look at other guys that are in contention, like Joe Burrow, the quarterback from LSU, yep, thirty-one or thirty-nine for four hundred seventy-one yards and four touchdowns against Texas. Jeez. So now when Jalen Hearns, another front runner for the Heisman, plays the same Texas defense, let's not even let's not even pretend that it's going to be a close game. Well, so I mean, if, it depends how Jalen does. He can either make or break his Heisman Trophy candidacy right here. Yeah, if he throws for like 400 yards and six touchdowns or six combined touchdowns, whether he rushes or passes, you know. Yeah, or if he comes out and just throws a goose egg and. But hey, that'd just be funny if another quarterback at Oklahoma wins the Heisman. Wouldn't that just be something? It shows you the Lincoln Riley effect, the Big 12 effect. Because the past Heisman winners, Baker and then as Kyler Murray and. Baker, Kyler. Was it consecutive years back to back? So. so if Jalen Hurts wins it this year, that'd be three Pete back to back to back. Yeah, Oklahoma wow. quarterbacks. Wow. Then including uh, Sam Bradford and Jason White, the other two Oklahoma quarterbacks. Fun fact. Cradle quarterbacks. Wow. Hey, there you go. But hey, we're gonna move on to the NFL. We're gonna talk about some more Minshew mania, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are offering a Minshew mini pack, which includes tickets to two games, a fake mustache, a bandana. And a photo opportunity on the field. You love this guy, don't you, Greg? I, I do. He's just everything. I can I'm, tell. He's like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. He's just literally, you're, he, how do you not love this guy? You just, you got that swag. He's got the persona about him. He's literally, and I forget where I read this headline, but he's a dude you want to drink beer with on a Saturday. He's a definition. And a Sunday. Yeah. And then the remaining days of the week. Or every day of the week. Literally every day of the week. How much, you know how much this starter pack costs? You know what? I don't, but I'm assuming it can't be too expensive because it's the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah, and they're dude, not that good. Yeah. So I'd I'd guesstimate probably hundred bucks. If you're a franchise owner, Greg, and you're thinking, "Hey, I want to start my franchise with a quarterback," would you rather have a guy like Gardner Minshew, who's more of like an idol or a guy who can really sell seats but not perform on the field, or do you want a guy like Aaron Rodgers, who's not really that, like? Well, like in the public, like Gardner Minshew is, but can win football games. Which one do you want? Well, it depends what my initiatives are. Do I want to win football games or do I want to be a publicity stunt? I feel like you're a publicity stunt guy. You think I'm a publicity stunt? Yeah. Really, Travis? Because you're in love with Gardner Minshew. I'm not in love with the guy. Come on. Uh, I mean, looking at the uh, ticket package, though, I think uh 60 bucks is roughly the price that's not bad actually no great we should make a trip down you want to go on vacation to jacksonville tribe yeah forget this no forget yeah this impending blizzard we're gonna have yeah but you know what it's i'm gonna get over all your hate on me about this gardner Minshew thing i'm gonna go on to my second favorite nfl player who's that he's not even a player john gruden coach coach. that yep his brother got fired jay from washington and john gruden's reaction was welcome to the club bro (laughs) that's a good way to put it I mean he did so with like a nod and a wink too in the press conference but he's like dad's been fired I've been fired Jay's been fired so welcome to the club because if you remember back in 2001 Gruden got traded to Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl and then he got Trent Dilfer is his quarterback unbelievable not a good quarterback he just no that was just the funniest thing that's ever happened you trade away your coach and he wins the Super Bowl the next year with the new team just thinking about that. 
So, yeah, it's just they talk about things like that where your family's in the league and then it's just like, oh, cool, it's another thing that's happened, you know. Do you yeah. have any opinion on Jay Gruden getting fired? There was no. word on the street he never wanted to draft Dwayne Haskins. Can you believe that? I could believe that. I mean, you kind of like look at Dwayne Haskins as a quarterback. It's kind of like that Cardell Jones thing. Just a guy with a big arm who can make throws on the field. But I thought Dwayne was more polished. I mean, when he came in, he did atrocious. He had like three picks. I mean, it's his first game. Right, but... But you also got to look at this draft class was deep for quarterbacks. Yeah, that is true. And what they would pick to have 18 or something like that? There was just a lot. When you have... State almost picked in the fourth round, I think, by the Pats. Yeah, so when you have like a deep quarterback draft, you can trade up and do a lot of things. But here's the deal. He was unbelievably mad that he got picked after Daniel Jones, which, okay, rightfully so. But Daniel Jones has been way better than Dwayne Haskins is. Granted, Dwayne Haskins only played, like, the second half of a game, but comparing apples to oranges on this one. I don't – it's been one season. Like, we're going to have this, like – I hate this talk right now of, like, the Baker Mayfield versus, like, the Sam Darnold – it's okay. like they've been in the league for two years now. And they're not even talking about Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's like can we just like give it like maybe five, ten years, and then we can go back and say, hey, where were we right, where were we wrong in the draft process? Right. I don't – they played one game. And I who did he play in that one game, the Giants? I don't even know who because it wasn't even that important of a game. If they, if they played like – was it the Bears? Because they played, if he threw three picks against the Bears, it's not that bad because the Bears have probably the best defense in the NFL. No, it wasn't against the Bears. I think it was against the Giants. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins, 9 for 17, 107 yards, three interceptions. Against the Giants? Yeah. Well, there you have it. Dwayne Haskins isn't even good if he threw three picks to the Giants. I mean, let's, let's talk about that. Like, Dwayne Haskins, though. He, he hyped game. himself up so much, comes into the game like, oh, he's going to go do I things. I think he'll be better than, like, Cardell Jones and Terrell Pryor, but I think... Well, he, obviously, Terrell Pryor turned into a receiver. I just think he needs more time. He'll have, he has a good enough arm, and he had, he showed the pocket presence at Ohio State that he's able to throw the ball down the but field. But you got to... Yeah, there's also this aspect, too, of the Ohio State offensive line versus the Redskins offensive line. I mean, Considerably it's, different. It's college, too. But, hey, Trav, do you hear about the NBA situation with... They're with Houston Rockets GM Daryl Morey. No, I, I'm not a big fan of Daryl Morey, but you got to inform me. So the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, said Monday the league backs the free speech rights to Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey. But here's what Daryl Morey said, and it was about, oh, let's see here. It was about the Hong Kong protesters. In this podcast, we don't try and get too political, but yeah. every now and then there's just something that you just want to smack your face about. And essentially it was Daryl Morey saying that he supported the Hong Kong protesters because they're protesting the government. I don't really follow much about Chinese government because, frankly, it doesn't concern me. But anyways, the Chinese government got pretty mad. They banned the NF- or the NBA games that they were going to have in China. Mm-hmm. Just banned them. Then there's an NBA CARES event going to be held in Shanghai. Banned that too because political issues. And I don't know, it's just... I guess if you even tweet anything anymore, you're just going to get attacked for it. I just don't really understand why, like, Daryl Morey or any of these other owners have to voice your opinion so much on such highly debated topics. Like, it... My, like, my only opinion to this is you're the GM of a basketball team. Who cares what 
a country thousands of miles away is doing? Why don't you just focus on your issue with Russell Westbrook and James Harden trying to play together? Yeah, I just don't understand why. Like, is there any association between him and this government issue? No, all he literally did was saying he supports the Hong Kong protesters. That's literally what the basis of the tweet was. And Yao Ming, who is a Houston Rocket for life, who is now the current, I think he's president of the Chinese Basketball Association, Mm -hmm. suspended the games because, you know, if you're a public figure in China, you got to back the government. Yeah, communism. But Anyways, that's beyond me, beyond my knowledge, because I'm not going to even pretend I know anything about the Chinese government. Yeah, me too. But anyways, yeah, that was was the basis of that. And Adam Silver said, yeah, we support it. And China government was like, yeah, no more NBA cares event. I mean, okay, fine, sure, whatever. Whatever. All right, Greg, we're going to segue into the next topic here. Inform me on what happened to the between the Twins and the Yankees this past week. Dude, America knows what happened. Yeah, that's just embarrassing, dude. It's just the Minnesota sports teams in general. I mean, it's just it's the same thing each year. You you do well in the regular season. You hype up the it's like post season, and then you inevitably disappoint. I mean, I saw somewhere that the Twins haven't beaten the Yankees in the postseason in 15 years. They got swept the last two times they played them in the playoffs. Yeah, so they're like 0-15 against them or something. It's, I think I don't know if they even beat them once when Joe Maurer was in his no. prime back in like the 2004 era. I just don't under I just don't get why we do the same thing every year. We get in contention and we fail to buy anybody during the deadline. We get two average bullpen guys that won't even play in the postseason. Yeah, Sam Dyson didn't even make an appearance, did he? No, and then I think Romero made one appearance. Like, what are we doing? Sergio Romo? Yeah, what did I say? Romero. That's (laughs) all right. It's been a long Thursday. I'm just so upset with these guys. They they do the same damn thing every year, and it's there's nothing you can do about it. Twins front office won't spend money on... Well, they they did spend money on Nelson Cruz. I meant in, during the, the trade deadline to get a bullpen. Well, here's here's the thing the Twins are at, and I touched a lot about this before, was the Twins don't want to sell the farm. I completely sell agree. Sell the farm, dude. No, you have Royce Lewis and Alex Kurloff, two top one. I think they're top 20 prospects in baseball draft. I wouldn't trade them. Uh, who's in the Yankees farm club? Estevan Florial and a couple... Uh, Clint Frazier, too, I think, to still. Me in, like, two years where he's at when they trade him for a starting pitcher. See, it's going to win 12 games. Trav, you're, come on, man. I want the Twins to be good for a long time, oh, not a short too, time. Dude. So why but, would you trade the top two top 20 prospects in all of but, baseball? Okay, but in today's world, you got to win. You got to buy now and win now. There's no more developing anymore. It doesn't happen but like he, that. But here's the thing. I understand. I know I complain well, a lot about have, Minnesota sports. Yeah, Royce Lewis, but you have Polanco who's blossoming him, blossoming into one of the all better shortstops in the AAL, let alone the league. So it's what? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we have, but Royce Lewis is like twenty one, dude. Jorge Polanco is like twenty eight. He's gonna play a couple years behind Polanco before he gets the start, the nod. Yeah, we have Lewis Arise now who can hit the crap out of a baseball, but he's not a power hitter. We're never going to. We be... don't have an option at first base or right field, really, because We're... Kepler's not producing. CJ Crone's not a long term. producing. Fit. Kepler had one of the best. He hit thirty three home runs, but he hit like two fifty. Okay, 
I think he had more. I think he had like 41 home runs. I, no, he had no more than like 35. I can guarantee you that. But we also don't have an He's answer. Here he, he, um, 36 home runs, okay. 252. 252. See, 250. 252. No difference. 90 RBIs and a four. Yeah, okay, so he had a good year, him. but he is. Just, Trav, look at the Twins Listen, roster. They overperformed. That That's not arguable. But we don't. Okay, Byron Buxton hasn't played a full season. Get rid of him, too. Yeah, no, I'm he should be traded. Just get a bunch of prospects for him and They should have got Syndergaard for Byron Buxton or whatever the Mets wanted for Syndergaard. He should have just gave him. They wanted Kurloff or Lewis. They wanted Kurloff or Lewis and Byron Buxton. Yeah, do it. Get Syndergaard. He'll, he'll beat the Yankees in the playoffs. But Who that's do you think's going to beat the Yankees picture. in the playoff? Uber driver? Excuse me. I'm upset. An Uber driver? You think an Uber driver is going to beat the Yankees in playoffs? I think Syndergaard will. Syndergaard. Okay, yeah. Thor Syndergaard. has a better chance than Randy Dubnik. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's where the Twins fail. That's where the Twins lack. Who do you think is going to win in the bullpen? Taylor Rogers in the use member game? Yankees will get on him. That's the one thing I saw about the Yankees and the Twins. The, the Yankees pitcher or Yankees hitters saw the Twins bullpen pitchers extremely well. That's because Twins don't have pitching. I'm not arguing exactly. that. So spend money during the trade deadline and get guys. Get rid of guys. But, yeah, like, okay. So you spend money at the trade deadline, but you suck for five to twenty-five years after yeah, that. Yeah. Win now. Win now. Spend money. Win I want to be good for a long time, not two years. We've been saying this for how many years now? It's we want to be good for a long time. We end up being good for three years. Guys sign away in free agency, and we're right back to square one. Trav, the Twins were good from like 2002 to 2008. Six years. Yeah, they yeah, choked in the playoffs the com- every single all the teams year. Okay. In the division were incompetent of winning. Dude, Detroit. Look at, look at the Royals. Oh, we, we're going to develop. We're gonna develop the Royals guys. were good for six years. Mustaskis, Hosmer, no, Lorenzo Cain. like three. Made one World Series in that one six year span, and they lost it. And look where they are now, bottom of the division. The Royals went one in like three. You know who were really good that never performed? The Texas Rangers. You remember that? I don't want to talk about the Rangers. I want to talk about the Twins and their inability to spend money. And they can't beat the Yankees. You'll never beat the Yankees if you don't spend money. Take a post-it note and get in line. I'm going to. Jeez, Travi. So let's just talk about the other teams because you're so hot and passionate about baseball right now. Do you have the Rays beating the Astros? Mm. Or do you have the other way around? Is it game five? Game five back in Houston. Who's pitching? Couldn't tell you. Probably Garrett Cole versus Tyler Glass now. I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. I really like Garrett Cole, man. I mean, that dude struck out like he 10 straight batters every dices. single game for the past 14 starts. Twins, draft someone like him. We did. Twins, his, his name it, was Cole Stewart, and look what happened. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Twins, go out and get Zach Rinky the trade deadline. Twins. Did you see what the Astros make gave up for him, though? Verlander. Did you see what the Astros gave up for Zach Greinke? Yeah, we'll make up when they win the World Series. Yes. That's because they already had their prospects good in baseball. Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve. Yeah, I think the Twins are pretty they good, They didn't too. trade Kyle Tucker. I think they have the George Twins Springer. prospects are pretty good, too. Rosario, young. Blanco, young. Sano, young. Kepler, young. Buxton, young. But they lack what the Astros have. What's that? Performance. They don't come to the table and perform. It was, this was their first playoff series together, and they showed that they can mash all throughout the regular season. Yeah, but they didn't do anything in the playoffs. Literally nothing. Okay, it doesn't help when you're Those behind the Those guys time. you just mentioned literally want to combine like three for 30. 
with two home runs and they're by Nelson Cruz. These Yankees have good pitching. You know why they got good pitching? They traded for it. No, they bought it. Or all just Chapman. Bottom. Adam out of Vino. Chad Green. They want to win. I can. The entire Yankees bullpen was not produced by the farm. They somehow acquired him any way shape. Because they spend money. Okay. Yeah. So the Twins need to go out and buy free agents. Yeah, that's the key to any sports team. Okay. Go out and do it if you want to win. Did you like how the Nationals beat the Dodgers? I did. That. Can we agree on this finally? Chokeshaw. Gives up two ding dongs to was it Anthony That's Rendon hilarious. and Juan Soto? Yeah, I love I love that. I love everything about that. I hate the Dodgers. Yeah, I didn't care for the Dodgers. I was I was kind of mad that the Nationals, Nationals beat the, that they beat the Milwaukee Brewers, but what at the same error. time, I think it's funny that Bryce Harper leaves to Philadelphia <laughs> and now the Nationals actually win an NLDS. Wow, First yeah. one in their literal team history that they won an NLDS without Bryce Harper. Who predicted this? The Nationals I, versus Cardinals in the. Not I. Dude, the Cardinals destroyed the Braves in Game 5. 10-1. I'm excited for this series. That's a low-key, a 4 and a 3 seed going at it because a 1 and 2 dropped out right away. I'm really excited for this series. I'm going to go with Yankees-Nationals in the World Series. That's not a bad pick. I'm going... I say Nationals-Cardinals goes goes five games. Nationals in five. And then... Really? Yeah, I'm going to say... Astros four games series win over the Yankees. I want the Astros to win, but I can't logically choose them to beat the Yankees. I think because Aaron Boone's doing something Joe Girardi couldn't do. What's that? Make his team perform. Because if you looked at what Joe Girardi did, like he is just yeah, let's just go out and win games, and it's like okay, cool. Aaron Boone's actually literally on the bench with the guys. Yeah, it helps when you're a psychopath like Aaron Boone and you're yeah. not dedicated. Yeah. I think Did you see those videos of Brett Gardner just banging his head on the ceiling? Yeah, they're they're not they're psychos in there. Like they're actual savages like Oh yeah, like the Bronx. Said. It's not the Bronx Bombers anymore. It's the Bronx, Bronx savages. savages. Straight up, dude. But. They want to win. Did you hear that the A's might relocate to Vegas? I did not. You have to inform me on the story, Greg. Okay. So basically the Oh, let's see here. There's an issue with the stadium, okay? The mm-hmm. athletics are trying to – because I think the city, the county, split the ownership of the Coliseum. Yep. And the A's are offering like $85 million for half, and San Francisco cannot – yeah, okay, so the San Francisco and Calameda County yeah. co-own the Coliseum. With the and Raiders I think the too, county's right? selling their half, and San Francisco cannot afford the other half. So the A's are gonna like buy half of it, and I'm pretty sure they want to like build a new one. But yeah. San Francisco and Calumet County are like no. But haven't the Raiders been wanting a new stadium since the beginning of time? Yeah, and they're actually moving to Vegas. Twenty twenty. Both Oakland teams are going to Vegas. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> Vegas just hey, we're just gonna take a bunch of teams. We got hockey now. We're going to get football next year. Let's just take the A's, too. I love that market. I'm just waiting for them to get the NBA team. I just want to figure out who, who's going to move. I hope the Timberwolves move to Vegas and become good like the Lakers did. That's pretty funny. Yeah, because they'll probably spend money there. Yeah, because it's Vegas and Vegas, baby, right? Twins won't do it. Anyways, Trav. So let's talk about the Wild. I just ranted about the Twins, and now you want me to rant about these clowns? Yeah. Do you think Boudreaux's the first coach fired this year? Uh, I think it's either between him or the um, uh, 
John Hines in New Jersey. I think it's going to be a race between those two. Yeah, John Hines up in Jersey has a I think he has a bunch of talent on that roster. Yeah, he has a short leash for the amount of talent he has on that team. They, they made offseason moves. They made a lot of good moves, but... I heard P.K. Subban's cancerous in the locker room, though. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. So I, I mean, he's still a top defenseman in the league. It just... What are you going to do if you're John Hines or Bruce Boudreaux? Especially if you're Boost Boudreaux and you have a team like the Wild who's just old, not a lot of good contracts. Well, the thing that irritates me the most is goals. Ryan Suter leads, tied with Jason Zucker with one. Assists, Ryan Suter leads with two. Well, he's on the ice for for a majority of the game, so it's. Yeah, okay, but. He's also the points leader with three. And before. I'm going to rant about these guys, but before we get in there behind. They played the Predators and the Avalanche, two teams who could arguably win the Central. Doesn't matter. The Twins are or the Twins. The Wild are supposed to be competitive. They're supposed to not get blown out. Uh, I wouldn't say. I mean, if you look at they the, lose to if the, you look at the Predators, they were winning that game and they gave up four third period goals, just mental breakdowns on the defensive end of the ice. Yeah. And then against Avalanche, it was three two. They scored empty netter. So I mean, they're okay. in these games. It's just. I mean, granted, yeah, that was the first two a, games of the season. It's okay. the same thing that killed them last year, too. And they're at the Mental Jets. Mental breakdowns. And the they're at the Jets tonight at 7 yeah. o'clock. Probably going to lose Greenberg. that game. Yeah, rip Greenberg. Let's get Greenberg in. But no, I just. I don't get it. I'm pretty sure the Wild just need to rebuild at this point. There's. You can't with those contracts. I knew you were going to say that, too. <laughs> I knew you were going to say, we got to rebuild. You can't with those contracts. We're stuck with these contracts. Yeah, we're, we're in, in we're in that fuzzy of area of we have horrible contracts no one wants, and Zuccarello and Parisi and Suter. We have a whole bunch of young talent. We're that depending are, on those guys to produce, but they won't produce. We want Greenway, Donato, Nico Sturm. We do have a good young core. It's Kevin just Fiala. We do have a good core. We have Matt Dumba, who's finally back from his pec injury. It's just that dude's going to score 30 goals this year, and he's a defenseman, yeah, 100%. I, I really like Matt Dumba. I was so happy they didn't trade him or lose him in the expansion draft. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait for the Seattle expansion draft That's and see enough. what they do. We're going to get screwed over in that one, too. Yeah, because we had an incompetent Chuck Fletcher give away Alex Tuck and Eric Halla just so we could keep Eric Stahl, basically. Yeah. But I mean, for the for the Wild, it's just you. If you're a fan, it's gonna be a tough couple of years until these contracts really. Well, it's not even. It's like four more years. That's what I mean. They're, I think Parisi's like 37, and his contract doesn't end till 41. He signed it in 2012. It's like a 14 year. I thought it was 10 year. No, 14. Him and Suter have 14 year deals. I just we're gonna be in the bottom of the league until they really clear out. Our only saving grace is if Kirill Kaprizov comes over. That is the only thing. That is the really only highlight of the Wild season if he gets let out of his contract early. The Wild unbelievably make the playoffs as like the literal he last could be, seed. He could be the really one thing the Wild have been missing. And that's a I think honestly he's scorer. the one that makes or breaks the team. He's a pure yeah, goal scorer. It's one thing we never really had before. He's kind of I'm not this is a really big comparison here, but okay. he reminds me a lot of Steven Stamkos. I mean, I, that's something I love to hear. His ability, his shot, like when he played in the Olympics for Team Russia, he was on the first line. Yeah, deservedly so. The yeah, dude's so an animal. At like, like 23. Really, it's nice to see that somebody like him can score, and he brings that creative presence to an offense that really 
has user, no image. It needs an injection of life into it. Because when you think of the wild offense, okay, so here. When you, when you hear Tampa Bay, Steven Stamkos, when you hear Washington Capitals, you think Ovechkin, Ovechkin Pittsburgh. Time out. When I think of the Tampa Bay Lightning, I think of Nikita Kucherov. Okay, after last year, fair enough. I'll give you that. But Okay, so Pittsburgh Penguins. You think of either Gino or you think of Sid. New Jersey Devils. I think of Taylor Hall. Okay, Dallas. Tyler Sagan or Jamie Benn? No, then you Then you hear Colorado. You have Landeskog, McKinnon. McKinnon, or Ratnan. You hear Winnipeg, you have Patrick Lyonet or Mike Lyonet. Sh- Mark Shifley. When you hear yeah. Shifley. So when you hear the Minnesota Wild, yeah, who's the first person that comes to mind? Unfortunately for me, it's Zach Parisi. <clears throat> yeah, try and say that with a straight face. Yeah, it's just like I said, man, until they leave. And I looked it up. Parisi is an unrestricted free, unrestricted free agent in 2025. Oh, my God. That was worse and than I thought. He'll be 41 years old. Yes, he'll yeah, be 40 41. in the last year of his contract. Oh, my God. Six more years of 50 points. I mean, hey, cool, 50 points, but you're only going to play 50 games. If 50 points, dude. If he even plays 40 games with his back, there's no way. I hope he retires. There's no way. Because he, want, he wants to get traded, but every team's going to be like, mm, no, no we want like no three top prospects him. with that contract. No. There's no way no one would ever take his I contract. bet you we could trade him to the Coyotes. They take bad contracts all the time. Because the Coyotes They're, are a poorly run franchise. The, yeah, I won't argue that. On the top of the fact that they got – they trade Galchenyuk for Kessel. I mean – I mean, hey, cool. It's whatever, but I think Galchenyuk's a better, more valuable That's prospect. That's a big get for that. Pittsburgh. I, yeah. Kudos to them for trading Kessel at like 33 for Galchenyuk at like 28. Yeah, I mean. You got a lot younger and a lot better. The only thing you're missing is that right-handed shot. I think Galchenyuk's a righty too. Yeah. Either no, way. He might be a left. I think, no, he's a center though. But regardless, the Twins, or the, I keep saying the Twins because I'm still mad at yeah, them too. Yeah, I'm fired up about those clowns too. Minnesota sport teams in general, the Wild, the Twins, the Vikings are choking this year because we pay $84 million to a quarterback. That's a game manager. We're, this is what the Minnesota, Minnesota, the home of bad contracts. That's what, that's a, yeah, that's, that, that has a good ring to it. Yeah, that just, that literally talks about all, that's not even talk about the Timberwolves. Yeah, I mean, it's also tough when you play, the NBA is just so good. Yeah, so good and there's nothing that brings anyone to Minnesota. There's no sport. hope anymore. There's no hope if you're a Minnesota sports fan. What, what do you look forward to? The Wild? They're going to finish in the bottom of the Central. Timberwolves? They won't make the playoffs. They'll be West is 10 stacked. seed in the West. 10 seed. I'll what give, them, I'll give them 10 to? seed. The Twins next year? Uh, okay. hey, they're hyping it up already. It's like, great, cool. He just lost. And like, ooh, we're going to be good next year. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, they exercise a $12 million, $12 million option on Nelson Cruz for next year. Yeah, I like that. Cool. I mean, yeah, um, that's a, that's, that's a star- bargain. But we'll get more pitching. Use the rest of remaining your salary cap and go buy pitching. Literally just go out and purchase it. Hey, twins, if you want me to actually talk about you, go and get pitching. I'll start talking about you. So, Travi, I'm going to either have to hold you back or you're going to have to end our show, one of the two. Uh, you're going to have to hold me back. Hold you back. Yeah. You just have a lot more on your chest to Is get Is there anything off. UMC this weekend, football team? Uh, football's play? playing in the Alara Center. Oh, yeah, I heard it. Dude, they're Because our fields that. are absolutely awful. I think soccer got moved, too. Really? Yep. 
the facility. We should get Greenberg in here for the facility. Oh, dude, Greenberg would be fire. going be off right up. now if we're talking about UMC sports. Got to be fired up. Yeah. He's got a he's got a shot in case though. So. Yeah, well, Greenberg's not wrong about the majority of what he says. Yeah. He's got like valid points. I like what he said. He said pretty well. He hits the facts home, but hey, who do they play? They play Sioux Falls. You know, I sounds about right. I know they play Northern in a couple of weeks. That's a tough match if they play Sioux Falls. Aren't they usually pretty good? Sioux Falls is beatable. Beatable. Beatable in quotations because it, you know. Yeah. But anyways. If you ask me, I think they should play the game outside if you're UMC. I mean, look at the Mud Bowl any, against any Bemidji. Any advantage, dude. Any advantage you get. But here's the thing. I heard what I heard is that all the NSAC teams that come to play here are complaining about the quality of the field because they get injured, and rightly so. I mean, I. Unless they moved it for the safety reason, but if you UMC, I think that was the you big play one. that game at home. That's any advantage you get. That's the only advantage. You know? that you get, yeah, but, so you it's know. why not take advantage of it. But I digress. Yeah. Anyway, thank you to everyone for tuning in to season three, episode three of Calling It Audible. You can catch us debating, laughing, and having fun all season long with our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. You can also follow us on Twitter at Call An Audible Podcast for updates as well as links to full episodes. For my co-host Greg and for myself, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again on our next episode. Calling an Audible is made possible through the assistance of the University of Minnesota Crookston Media Services Department and executive producer James Pogachnik. The views expressed on Calling an Audible are not necessarily the views of the University of Minnesota Crookston or its affiliates.